Well, hello there. Hello, hello. I'm sorry for the delay. I forgot that I needed to give my diabetic dog her shot. That's... Yes, yes. It's one of those <laughs> things that I was uh, running behind on that. So anyway, I'm glad that, that we could get together on this fine Friday. Fine fall Friday. Fine fall Friday. <laughs> that's, that's my new favorite <laughs> day of the week. It's a win. So, uh, well, the good thing about that is that uh, this isn't live, so I could post this at any time and nobody would know that you're late, but you just outed yourself. <laughs> well, you know, we like to keep things on the table. It's full disclosure Friday. Keep things transparent. Full disclosure, fall Friday. <laughs> we're just getting all sorts of alliteration today. <laughs> So how are you going to ease that into what we're talking about? I don't know that I'm really even crying. <laughs> well, we've only got 10 minutes, so you better. <laughs> yeah. So as we're uh, as we're moving forward in the story in uh, the book of Acts, we, we took on uh, chapters 21 and 22 last week. And as we look at chapter 23 uh, of Acts this week, we got to pick up with the paragraph before that because we stopped the, the break in, in our uh, Bible numbering is a little bit awkward. Uh, so we pick up with the, cha- with the paragraph before chapter 23 actually starts. And as we're looking at it, uh, we're, the context here is Paul has been, uh, he's gone to Jerusalem for the festival. He knew that uh, he was facing trouble. He didn't necessarily know what the trouble specifically was, but the Holy Spirit had, had made it clear to him back in chapter 20 that uh, wherever he goes in every city, he's facing uh, difficulty and jail and, and persecution. Uh, believers around him are saying, hey, uh, Paul, <clears throat> we, see, we are seeing clearly by the Holy Spirit that uh, when, you go to, um, when you go to Jerusalem, you are going to be in, uh, arrested in prison. You know, they're, they're seeing this bad stuff happening. I got to go anyway. This is this is where the Lord wants me to go. So he gets there, and when he uh, is there in Jerusalem, he's in the temple minding his own business. Not he's not even preaching; he's just minding his own business. And they say, "Hey, that's some some folks from the province of Asia, uh, where we've already seen uh, the riots in Ephesus and so on." Um, they see him. Hey, everybody! This is the bad guy. Let's go get him. Uh, they rouse the, you know, Paul and, uh, in the midst of all of this, then the Romans come to, to deal with the upheaval because you can't, you can't have a disturbance. That's not part of the idea of Pax Romana. So they're, uh, they're going to stop this whole situation. They, um, they grab Paul, uh, to be able to stop it, they make accusations against Paul, but it, it, it's a chaotic, riotous sort of thing. So the commander can't really get a straight answer. Uh, takes him aside. Uh, they he orders him to flog, to be beaten as part of the interrogation. So as they're rescuing Paul from the from the mob, in, in one sense, they are also just the Romans were. Um, they were governed by rule of law, but that didn't keep them from being brutal in the name of the law. And so their form of interrogation was, we're just going to beat you until you come up with something. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Paul then, um, he engages with his 
his civic rights as a Roman citizen. And he, he says, uh, uh, do you really mean to be doing this? Because is it really lawful for you to uh, beat a Roman citizen without a trial? Everybody's like, ooh, Roman citizen. <laughs> and so then we find out, we find ourselves here um, with the, the commander having stopped the beating. So, you know, I, I'm a citizen too. I had to pay a lot for my citizenship. That, that was normal at that time. And Paul said, I, I was born a citizen. So I've got even a better status than you. Right. So we find ourselves in chapter 22, verse 30. The next day, since the commander wanted to find out exactly why Paul was being accused by the Jews, he released him and ordered the chief priests and all the Sanhedrin to assemble. So uh, after all of this hubbub, I, I've been looking for a way to say hubbub. <laughs> I was going to say hubbub. You don't hear that That's every right. day. <laughs> um, after all of this hubbub, uh, the commander releases Paul so that he can figure out what's going on. And he orders the chief priests and all the Sanhedrin to assemble. And then he brings Paul back in and has him stand before them. So uh, at this point, he's like, okay, don't, don't leave town. We'll check this out, but you're free to go. And uh, so Paul, uh, in there, in standing in this orderly, uh, if you can picture a courtroom kind of a mentality, he's there mm -hmm. uh, with the leadership of Israel, with the commander and the the um, soldiers and, and, and those who are in charge of, of the government for on behalf of Rome and he says my brothers I fulfilled my duty to God in all good conscience to this day so his he's starting out by just saying I live with a clear conscience I live for God everything that I do uh, you know my conscience is clear because I, I live according to the law and so on <clears throat> which right. he was in the process of establishing that by his actions when all this started to happen. So as he says that, then um, the man who's functioning as the high priest, that's a rotating uh, job among these priests, uh, his name's Ananias, he orders those standing uh, near Paul to strike him on the mouth. Paul, as you might imagine, doesn't really enjoy that much. And so uh, Paul says, well, God's going to strike you, you whitewashed wall. He, you know, so he's, he's breaking up. You sit here and judge me according to the law, yet you yourself violate the law by commanding that I be struck, by commanding this violence in, in this situation. Um, and then they, they rebuke him, those who are around, uh, saying, you, you dare to insult God's high priest? And Paul immediately changes tunes. And this, I think, is significant in, in noticing the character of Paul that, that comes out uh, over and over. And I think this is where we miss balance a lot of times in our world. This Paul is not, he's resistant to the injustice um, of those who are, are, you know, just going off on their own. He's, he's not going to just be a doormat. But at the same time, when they point out that this is God's high priest, his attitude immediately changes. And we see this humble contrition. And he replies, brothers, I didn't realize that he was a high priest. So there's this, he's in this apology. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't know, you know, that he's the high priest for it is written. Do not speak evil about the ruler of your people. So he recognizes even here in this moment that God has called his people to be submissive to elders. And so even though this high priest is doing the wrong thing and Paul speaks out against that, he humbles himself 
and acknowledges that. And I think that's kind of an important thing for us to watch in the life of Paul and how this plays out over the, the rest of the chapter. Uh, and not just the chapter, but the coming chapters, because now what we're seeing is this ongoing story for a while here of how this plays out in this um, really what we'll see as the final um, in the book of Acts, the final real trial and arrest of Paul. And then uh, he's going to stand before um, the commander of the troops and he's going to be um, uh, referred to uh, Governor Felix uh, and take, taken to Caesarea so that he can do that. Uh, so then Felix is going to deal with them for a while uh, and not not have anything to condemn him for, but still trying to appease the Jews. Then, then Felix is going to leave his office and hand him over to uh, Governor Festus, who, who takes over. And then Festus he doesn't find anything to condemn him for, and he doesn't really want to upset the Jews either. So he uh, he's dealing with all of this. And in the midst of this, Paul said, this is chapter 25 by this time, Paul says, I, you know, I appeal to Caesar as a Roman citizen. We'll get to that when we get to that. But um, so now that's kind of the end of what's going on here. And the rest is Paul making his case before Festus and Agrippa and then being sent to Rome. But but what we find with all of that is it comes right out of verse 11 in chapter 23, where in the midst of all that's going on here, Paul, here's the Lord say to him, this is verse 11, the following night, the Lord stood near Paul and said, take courage as you have testified about me in Jerusalem. So you must also testify in Rome. So what we see in the whole package of this is that um, God is ordaining this. And again, we don't, we don't really like to think about those things. We don't like to think that God has his hand actively involved in the hardship in our lives. But but he's in the midst of this and he's saying, Paul, don't stress over all these hardships you're going through because what you have done in standing for me and being my witness here, now all of this is working to take you to positions in Rome where you're going to get to testify as uh, the Lord told us at the beginning of the book of Acts before uh, before kings and governors, you're, you're going to stand before these officials and testify. So while you are under arrest, don't think that this is governed by them. This is something that, that I've put in place. I'm running this show and you're going to go and be faithful to me in Rome. And that's kind of what we see for the rest of the book of Acts. All right. Well, hey, we're right on time. So I'm not even going <laughs> to I'm not even going to dive into another discussion here because we'll get to that next week. Um but yeah, be sure to uh, check in on Sunday uh, on YouTube or Facebook if you're not in the area or come see us in person if you are. Um, and we will uh, dive deeper into this and then we'll have a discussion on it next week on the podcast. And Rich, did you have anything else? No, really, that's it. Our, our uh, voicemail, if you want to leave us one again, is, is uh, 269-756-RLCC. Uh, if you come to join us on Sunday morning, um, we are still masking and social distancing. Uh, we still have space for that. If we get to a place where we don't have space, then we will uh, come up with a plan B, uh, maybe a second service or, or whatever it takes for us to be able to, to maintain that. All right. Uh, and I will leave it there. And so, yeah, check us out on Sunday and we will talk more about this later. Thanks uh, for getting in touch, Rich. 
All righty. Thank you very much. I've enjoyed our time together. Always. I hope your dog is doing okay. <laughs> yes, despite all the hubbub, she's fine. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, everyone.